Love Talk Radio. Yo, Bird. What's up, man? Ricky Marshall, dog. You know how we do it, man. I know you be traveling, doing your thing. Give me a go. I need a, uh, an intro for you for my show. So, Kitchen Radio. If you can't take the heat, nah, that's too cliche. My man DJ Slicks always do it his way. From the base to the valley, he always put it down with the street level thump in the underground sound. Now you can find him on the dot com, Soul Kitchen Radio. Take it to your favorites, man, that's the best way to go. From the up and coming to the vet on the grind, he plays the kind of music that stimulates your mind. It's a sign of the times when the clock strikes 11 and six starts to repping with Omezi in the session. One time I missed a Monday but didn't really trip. I just subscribed on iTunes and downloaded Chris. With a click or a tap, he's bound to get you right on your desktop, connect with your handheld device. So your cousin and your friends about the hottest show with Slick Rick Camacho on Soul Kitchen Radio. If you haven't heard Soul Kitchen Radio, man, let me tell you, Soul Kitchen Radio, Slick Rick Camacho, Soul Kitchen Radio, Big Old Maisie, Soul Kitchen Radio, Crazy Ball Heads Down with Soul Kitchen Radio. Tell your grandmama, this is Soul Kitchen Radio. You are now tuned to Soul Kitchen Radio, New Music Monday, Soul Kitchen Radio. Yo, so Kitchen Radio, we're back. Another week. I'm back. Easy's back. Let me turn this down. Hold on. Okay. I'm back. Oh, Measy's back. I'm Rick Camacho. What's up, Big Omezi is on the line. What's happening, man? Oh man, what it do, player? Man, we're back again. Another another hot week. Soul Kitchen Radio. Um, this week we got a lot to talk about. Man, it's it's so much going on in the news from from the Navy from the Navy uh, seals getting shot down in Afghanistan to Bubba Smith dying in the Hall of Fame. All kinds of stuff happened this week. Man, uh, so we so we got a whole lot. Man, it was doom and gloom. We got a whole lot to talk about. Plus, you know. On 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 the bright side of things, the NFLs we're getting ready to see our first game this Thursday, the Raiders and the and the Cardinals. I'm looking forward to that. Um, we got we got a whole lot to talk about, man. Yeah. But first, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna play some new music real quick, and then we're gonna uh, and then we're gonna get into it. So also on the show today, we got outrageous Karina. She's gonna be on the show, and I listened to some of her music, and it's it's great. You know, I like. I like uh I like her music. Did you just open up a chat room, Momizi? I'm just uh touching around, seeing what's good. Okay. So we got I'm we got uh outrageous Karina and and a special guest that's gonna come on and, and say hello to her. I'm gonna leave that one on the on the download for now. We got uh Kumandi, R and B artist from Sacramento. Have you heard of this guy, Omizi? Kumandi? Nah, nah, never have. Man, I I got some of his stuff, and when my wife listened to it, she said, "Is that Fred Hammond?" You know, and so so I'm gonna I'm gonna bless you guys with him. He's also gonna call in probably in the twelve o'clock hour, Kumandi. And next week, everybody, we did get Fred Hammond. We we solidified that interview. So all you gospel heads, everybody out there who who wants some good word, next week is gonna be a great show. We're gonna go away from from how we usually do it. We're going to go into a real nice show for you next week uh, with Fred Hammond. I'm so looking forward to that. That that one, that, that's awesome. I, I love that guy. So so we're going to, we're looking forward to that one. That's next week, 
So make sure you set your reminders. I'm going to set my Twitter. You're going to get it all week. So follow me at Soul Kid Radio. Follow Omizi at Big Omizi. Right now, let's get into this Let Go by Jay Valentine featuring Kafani. Right here on Soul Kitchen Radio, 714-694-4150. Let's go. Yeah. VIP, popping bottles, drink with scottles, take these models, really follow good. DVDs, finish in, keep it stolen. Bring a friend, let go. Kafani, baby, bring the ladies, everybody let go. Pull up in the billy, really ice game, super chilly. Cars and jewels, quarter milli, red bottoms, really silly. Get this money, all I know. Stripper, yeah, she really go. Put her in my video. Body so phenomenal. In the mouth of my whole bottle, bottle of a trunk. And the travel devil got me feeling like I'm in a zone. Really, 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 really in my zone. Like you and you and you and you. Trying to take you home. Yeah. Baby girl, you're looking so good. Tell me, friend, and let's see what's good. Like she want to go with me. Oh, yeah. Got the keys to the whip, keys to the crib, keys to the telly. Party bus to come get me. Look at all the girls I got with me. Look at look at all the girls I got with me. Oh yeah. Bust they doing tricks with they buns. Trying to bust a couple off shotguns. Yeah. Jason Murphy got it ready. I'm about to cut her up like Freddie. I'm who is going down in here? Yeah. Going buck wide in the telly. About to lay it down in her belly. I don't know what name she got the bomber's face, so I call her Miss New track right there from Kafani and uh and Jay Valentine. Let go. <laughs> Let go. I gotta hit that high note. Oh no. I like that. I, mean, one. I just watched Obama. Obama just came. He just you know is, you know they just downgrade S and P downgraded us and said that uh, our credit rating was was full of, was nothing to play with right now. 
the Dow was down 400 points, right? So Obama came on to talk to Try to motivate, I guess he tried to motivate. It was the most uninspiring, you know, he's an inspirational uh, type of dude. But you could tell when I looked at him, it, it looked like he was, he was full of shit. So it's <laughs> probably, the, the, the real talk, the look on his face is really worse than what he was saying. You know, he, he really, it, the look on his face really looked like it, was, it, it ain't going down. So like 2012, damn. like I said, man, 2012 about to be. This year is already crazy. Like if you just really just observe everything that's popping off, like all around from from when the dude came, when the dude killed all them people, to, to you know what I'm saying at the camp all the way up to now, like it's just a whole bunch of stuff going on. So it's like I was telling my wife, and she was she was downstairs watching Turner Classic. I'm like, nah, don't come up here because I'm you know stay in your bubble. You feel me? You know, like you know what I'm saying. Right. If you could, if you could avoid really knowing what's jumping off, oh man, stay in your bubble. Yeah, yeah, because it, it, it's crazy. You know, I, I missed the Obama speech because I was up here preparing for the show, but but I know everything is going crazy, bro. It's just it's off the hook, and I don't know how he could. What's going to happen in 2012? Is do they think somebody's going to come in and take over and and make it better? Or I think we're just on a downhill track right now. There's not much anybody could do. I think they really just, they decided, I think the Republicans just decided to make it worse than when Bush was here. Because you know how we'd be like, man, Bush was the worst president ever. Like, look, everything happened during his presidency. So so now they like, so now they want everybody to be like, man, Obama, man, I mean, you know, he started out good, but, man, it's, look what happened this, you know, we got the downgrade for the first time, even since, you know, the Great Depression, like, this is the first downgrade we ever had. And, and not just that, but just just overwhelming, just, you know, all kind of things just unfolding, you smell me. So, I, you know, uh, I always believed in my heart that he, that it was some kind of, that he had some kind of trick up his sleeve. You know, like, you know, like um, um, was, uh, Al Sharpton was just on MSNBC, he got a show, and he was, talk, uh, and he was talking about how, you know, uh, it was, he playing the rubber dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? He, you know, it's like, they, he really got a plan where he just on the ropes right now, and he just you know he he pulling them in to set him up for the big knockout. But I I think that's all rhetoric. I don't know. I think it really. I think he really. They really crippled him to be able to do anything for the next, you know, until the end of this election going on until the next election. I, the only thing I don't know is who they gonna ta- who they gonna get to take his place because they they've yet to put somebody in front. That really, I could say, oh yeah, he looked like he could be the, you know, the next president. So right, right yeah. now, I, I don't see anybody out there that's gonna be that that could be the next president because even this is what I'm thinking. Even with uh, even with the economy going terrible, going bad, when it comes to election time, all the people who don't who aren't hurt by the economy anyway are gonna come out and vote, and they're just gonna vote for Obama. You know, and I'm talking yeah, about right. our people. I don't want us to vote for Obama because he's the lesser of two evils. Like, you know, I want him, you know, the next person, I mean, if somebody, if he's go, if he's not going to get reelected, let's not have, you know, it be, you know, somebody that all oh, well, you know, like don't bully their way in. Like, then we really just, I mean, it's good for us if we want to get back on our revolution and they want to see us really just act the ass. Which maybe we need that. Maybe minorities need that. We need to, you know, get back to, to you know, what I'm saying boxing and getting in the position of defense as opposed to just letting our guard down and letting our hair down and saying, oh, we got a black president, oh, it's gonna be good now. 
know what I'm saying? You know, like I just seen where they where uh, a lot of the uh, southern colleges. You might know about this, but a lot of I mean I don't know, but they they stopped thirty thousand uh, students from getting um, from getting food stamps. Now I didn't even know you could get food stamps while you was in college, but I guess it's common practice. Is in I Detroit. did. I okay. did when I was when I was in college. I did. So they just so imagine being in college and they just he just recently just stopped thirty thousand people from being able to get uh, food stamps, and so now they they'll be able. To, I mean, so now the, I think the state of Michigan will save like I mean, uh, will save like forty five million. So this is seeming like a common trend, a common practice to where 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 people were maybe taking advantage of certain benefits. Uh, those are no longer going to be there. So, and maybe it's a good thing, maybe it's a bad thing, but we're going to find out. You know, what's yeah. funny is I was just telling, I was just talking to my wife because we were in L.A. last week, and last time we were in L.A., they had radio commercials um, talking. You remember the little Snap commercials and, and all that? They were telling people, go get Snap. Oh, Snap is the way to go. Oh, mama, Mama's not home, so we can't make dinner. Oh, well, we got our Snap card. Let's go get our Snap card and and go get some food. You know, in L.A., they wasn't playing none of them commercials no more. You know, they right, said food, right, stamp, food right. stamp use is at all-time high right now. And I don't blame right, anybody. We are, we, are, we, we, we are people, we are people, you know, who we always looking for the, we always looking for the new new hustle. Like I was saying before, like when when the real estate was, was popping off, everybody was buying houses so they could flip them, but it was always some kind of scheme connected to it. Oh, okay, I'm going right. to get this house. I'm gonna I'm hook your credit up so so you can get Always. you know what I'm saying so you'll get you know you'll get a little bit of change and then we just when you get that money that upfront twenty five thousand all you gotta do is pay for about six months then it's gonna go up you're gonna get equity and you'll be able to pull off of that but you know we don't we don't think we don't think ten steps ahead we always think about how we are gonna survive right now right so now, now you know real estate bubble is out of there. You either you either what you doing selling weed like what's the hustle everybody trying to figure out okay oh so the hustle is rap music okay I'm gonna be a rapper shit you know what I'm saying so everybody be on the same hustle and they, what they end up doing is canceling each other out you know what I'm saying so it's yeah, like you gotta do is find your own hustle and get to it keep, you know what my hustle okay. is right now full time work yeah. and I'm 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 blessed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right 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 clap for that shit right there right yeah definitely man that's let me find that clap because I, I that's it's my. So simple. It's so and and you know what? Even with even with rappers, I always say it's so simple. It's like because you never want to. Like even if even if you're an up and coming artist, if you're an up and coming artist and you barely start, you barely have enough money to get in the studio or get promotions. Now imagine if you had a full time job and you was rapping. Holy yeah. shit! You know, you know I mean, I mean, it looks like 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 when me and you was talking about the other day on the phone. We was talking about. Uh, you know, you know, getting simulcasted or whatever. You know, if I could, if I could accomplish something like that while I'm working right now, and I can make enough money, if I could, if we could have somebody come and say, "Hey, we watch your show on our on our satellite, and we're going to give you guys this much, and it's more than I make right now," then that's a that's a hustle. I'm going right over into that. I'm not losing nothing or nothing. So, you know, that that that's what that's what needs to happen. You have to get your full time job. Your you're, if you're in school, go to school and work at the campus. Whatever you got to do, get you some money coming in. That's your hustle, and make everything else your goals. Well, really, like I said, it's like it's like it's like hustles. Like 
You know, I'm from the hood, 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 where, you know what I'm saying, I, you know, my hustle came from living among the best of the worst. So it's like, right. okay, if you're going to get a Pell Grant or whatever, to go, or whatever it is to, to go to school, go to school. Don't get your $6,000 check or whatever it is for your books and don't use it for your books. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's like everybody, that's the, that's the same shit. Oh, man, I'm going to go to Western Career College, and then they're going to give you a check for some books, and you're not going to use it for the books. You're going to use it for, for something else. It's like people always trying to cut corners and always trying to, you know, see if they can get over. Forget trying to get over because that's not going to be good enough in, in, in the coming years. It's not going to be good enough. You're going to have to have some kind of job that's going to have some kind of foundation that you could build on for the next five years. They're talking about a five-year plan. Every Everybody should have some kind of five-year plan. If you're over 18 and, you, and you're about the business of being on your own, yeah, yeah, you got you got to have some kind of plan, man. I mean, do do what you got to do. That's all I'm saying, man. Because when I was in college, I I worked. This this is what my daily my daily grind was. I was I worked at school. I was in the army. I I coached after school, and and I had a full time or a part time job. So I had like five different things going on. Plus, I was doing radio. You know, so I, I was doing a lot in college, always busy, you know, had worked UPS, had the Army, was at the radio station. I was doing it all, man. I was, it was you got to have that kind of work ethic if you want to. Deion Sanders, Deion to, Sanders said it. Learn, you have to learn that work, work, work ethic, though. Somebody, you know, you have to watch somebody. I'm sure you didn't learn it by osmosis. One of your your father, your mother, somebody, you had to, they had, you had to watch them and see that, you know, oh, they work hard. Maybe it's just in your genetic genetic code to do that, but some people are just lazy as hell. They just don't. You want know to what? The, you know what it was for me. I had three older brothers, right, and and I watched them go in and out of jail, in trouble all the time. One of my one of my favorite brothers. He 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 uh, he was in the navy and and he was a hard worker. They always had something going on, but they was always in trouble. And, and I would tell myself, I'm not going to be like that. I'm not going to be in trouble. I never went to jail. You know, I stayed out of trouble. You know, I did a little dirt here and there, but I always kept it to where I wasn't going to get caught. And and as soon as I had a girlfriend that, in high school that was at UC Davis, and I said, you know what, that's the shit, I'm going to college. And I moved out and went to college. You know, and once, I, once, I, once I moved out of my area, out of my, if I would have stayed in my domain, I'd probably be in jail right now. You know, if I would have stayed in my domain, I would have been a dope dealer. Probably would have been in jail for killing somebody. So, I went to college and and I just left my area and and everything was good after that. Sometimes you got to be able to you got to leap from your nest, man. You got to get away from your familiar surroundings if you feel like, especially if you feel like your surroundings are holding you back from you know being able to do do what you are. You know, like that old commercial when, you know, I forgot what that, Calvin, I think when he worked that, when he worked Yo, at McDonald's. Yeah, gone, take me away, yeah. No, not, not the Calvin. I'm talking about, remember when uh, Homeboy was working at McDonald's and he was working to, he was walking, oh, Calvin. he was walking to school. Calvin. Yeah, Calvin. Yeah, and he was walking to McDonald's and he was like, oh, man, man, what you doing, man? You working at McDonald's? Oh, man, look at him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but just do, but they show, oh, man, but he bringing on, he bringing, he getting the check, man. He blocking, man. He winning. You know what I'm saying? Right, you got to right. get out this mentality this mentality where everybody in the hood got a fake chain, you know what I mean? They got, you know, everybody trying to look the part of something that they really not. You know what I mean? You ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm a rapper, 
but I can't afford to eat. Like, come on, D, like, you know what I'm saying? Start, start living within your means and go get you a job. And then, and then if, if your if your dream is to be in music, then at least you got a paycheck. That's like I always respect actors who always work at you know saying restaurants, you know serving people and whatnot, you know, and then then go to auditions. But they kept a, they keep a job. Like people in music got to you know like rappers because I because it is I, I attain it to just the hip hop music because like we're the only ones like country singers they always work like you know you got to really work because because you right. know. Everybody in the hood want to be a rapper. So if you're not working, then you selling weed, going to jail, doing all the wrong things to attain your your dream of what? Your dream is to have a bunch of females, to smoke more weed. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't you ain't building up no credit, so you're not gonna buy no house. You ain't got no bank account. Nine times out of ten, you keep every all the money you make is in your pocket. You know what I'm saying? Or around your neck or on your wrist. So you Let me ask you, Meezy. How, how do you do it? Cause I, how do you do it? Because I know. You don't you don't got a full time your full time job is music, right? Well, yeah, my full time job is music, but I, I own my own my own business. You know what I'm saying? I you know, I booked hundreds of thousands of dollars of shows, you know what I'm saying, with with the organization, you know what I'm saying, way before I became an artist. So it's like I'm you know, I, I like you know me, I did security, you know, bell bonds, the whole thing. So it's like I always had some kind of you know, keep some kind of fallback you know what I mean? Like if the music never cracked, at least I know I could I could I'm a professional head buster. I could right, put on a black right. team, go work at any club in sack or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Top, I, you know, top, I, top, you know top, what yeah. I'm saying? So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I know how to survive. You know, I, I don't I don't have no problem going to get a job at a restaurant. Any, you know, I got a homeboy I just seen at BJ's. Man, he got three jobs. This dude work at work at 24 Hour Fitness, work at BJ's. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? So he, he knows that's the mentality that has to be bred into you from watching, you know, your, a parent or a grandparent or somebody that they really just is used to getting up and busting their ass. My father right, was like right. that. Definitely. So he always got up every morning and, and, and beat around the bushes trying to figure out how he was going to feed his family. You know what I'm saying? If you don't, that's why I say if you got to, you know, sometimes you have if you if you have a kid that gives you certain people, some people that ain't dead beats. And give them that extra motivation. I got three motivators that keep me on my toes at all times. You know, when I see them, if I if I couldn't imagine them ever be hung, being hungry or not having clothes or having holy shoes or you know what I mean, I could never have them go through the shit that I went through as a man. You feel me? So. Oh, and that's you know that's why, and and I'm in the same predicament, man. I got I got four of them, and and if I'm if I'm broke, they don't know. You know that that's. You know, I take them to Magic Mountain and shit like that on a shoestring budget, but you know, we we yeah, was never not, let them see you sweat. Never yeah, we was out in sweat. L.A. last week, balling all out of control. <laughs> 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 That's just the way it is. People go, oh, Rick is he's doing this, he's doing that, he's doing this, he's here, he's there. But I know how to. I'm a street kid. I know how to make it work. You know, I shit. That's the way we do it, man. You know how that is. Oh yeah, off top, man. It is what it is. It's just like you know, you 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 gotta have you gotta have a hustle. Some I don't even want to call it a hustle mentality because hustle, you know, by the by the word means that you're you're willing to do anything. You can't just be willing to do anything. You can't just oh man, I'm gonna pick up the sack and I'm gonna go hit the corner. I'm gonna go get some pills and go work at a rave and get them off and then you know not. I mean. Not that's cool for momentarily, but that's not gonna get you. That's not gonna get you no no foundation. You know what I'm saying? Like I said on the show last week, 
that when I was when I was handling everything while you was going to Magic Mountain and I was in charge of the whole thing, uh, the right. whole show, I was talking about uh, the 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 fam- the American family. When you when you you know your dream is to you know stay at home, you know go to school, of course, go, uh, hopefully go to college, go, get a profession, you know, what I'm saying graduate. Uh, maybe go to the military, come back without getting your leg blown off. You know, find find you a chick. You know that you that you you know you cut for. Marry her, have a couple kids. You know, invest in a house. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, go to Magic Mountain. Uh, go to pick, you know company picnics. Maybe, you know, have your kids. You know, play baseball, whatever. Go watch them. See them graduate. You know, have it have you know. Uh, retirement, you know, like this, this is just the basic principles that we all we all look to to have, right? Like if you see if you see the Dow Jones right now, you know, dips below eleven thousand for the first time since November and five hundred points lost. You you seeing the American dream dwindle right before you? That's just below eleven thousand today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the first time since November, so it's just like it's been oh, dropping. I remember when it, remember when it hit twelve thousand. Everybody was going. Crazy. I remember when it hit ten thousand. Everybody was going crazy. That was about six, right. seven years ago. Hey, you Kramer. Know? Hey, Kramer. Uh, Bill Kramer. I think his name. Uh, yeah, Kramer. Uh, Kramer. Kramer. He. 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 You know, the people that normally at the, would be screaming and saying sell everything like they can't do that no more because people really will start selling and and it, we'd have a recession instantly. Like it, it's. Is that deep right now at this point in time where we are in life in general? But people don't understand that because they live in a bubble and they should continue to live in a bubble. If you have a job that's secure, I mean, keep it away for your kids and just you know, just and just live life like you said. Take them to Magic Mountain and whatnot, right? You know, because because like those thirty thousand people that just lost their wealth, their uh, food stamps. Now they gotta figure out how they gonna eat. Because some of them really, the people that really, because some of the people don't need it, because it's like Kilpatrick, the one, the, the former mayor of Detroit, the one that he just got out, where he yeah. was talking about when he when he was at school, he was getting he was getting food stamps, but both of his parents had good jobs. It's like there's there's people in college that really need that money, you know, really need them food stamps, and they're because of the greedy people, the greed, you know, what I'm saying the American greed, they now they won't be able to get those benefits, and that's and that's the problem. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. I think everybody who needs it should get it, and and I, I I don't know I don't know what the cap is on that, but there's people in California that's making sixty thousand dollars a year that need food stamps. You know, it's because they live in higher or whatever. I don't know. I mean, there's they've put a cap on like fifteen thousand dollars or something, but whatever. I know Peter Parker. We're talking about a hustle. Peter Parker's at has been at his job for a long time. He he working full time. He can, he can't even call in the show. He got to listen to the show and, and be in the chat room. But on his days off and when he's at home, he's making beats. You know that's his hustle. You know so right right. right. Shout out to Peter Parker now, for putting right, in a hustle. How you like, supposed to do it? How you supposed to do it? Just like um, just like the homie uh, Jern Beats. He's with the stereotypes. You know, saying they right. make me, they've been they making. Super blast for all kind of all, all kind of people. Uh, I used to be I used to go over to his house. Uh, he stay in Sacramento. I used to go to his house with with uh, with my uh, artist Fizzo, and my, he's taught he, he worked at a guitar center. You know, what I'm saying slanging guitars and whatnot. And we used to go, and he the one taught my my, my young partner Fizzo how to produce. But but he kept a job. 
You know, he's a producer. Is that what they do at the guitar center, man? They slang guitars? <laughs> yeah, you know, guitar center, they slang the guitars and drums. <laughs> you know, the whole, everything in that thing. You know, they slang it. But I'm saying he kept a job, and he kept a job, but now he, now he, you know, at this position in life now, he was just on the, uh, he was just on TV, you know what I'm saying, um, with the with Far East Movement on 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 the Dub Project, talking you know talking about you know you know that they made and he made that transition where okay now he don't work that job no more right. now he he really fulfilling his dream as far as making beats and making for platinum selling artists. Love so, that. I love so, that. But at least but but, but at least he decided he, he kept a job until then. Yeah, roommates they all shacked up in the house and you know they all worked you know what I'm saying until until he blossomed then he made that move. Yeah. Yeah, now now I want to know, we want to know what your hustle is, so give us a call. Uh, here, check it out. You have something to say, call right now, 714-694-4150. Soul Kitchen, Soul Kitchen Radio. Radio. We want to know what your hustle is. Uh, uh, Gail, what is your hustle, Gail? My hustle. My hustle is being ridiculous. You got a full-time Hello? job, Gail, or or what do you do? Oh, I worked for uh, about 30 years, and then my arthritis got me where I couldn't do the stuff anymore, so I got to be off. I got medically retired. How wonderful. Yeah, that's good. You get, you get no, the medical... it's not medical. good. <laughs> it's not good at all. Okay, well... I mean, anyway, the kind of job I have, I'm lucky I'm still breathing, you know. In one way it's bad, in another way it's good. Because I had to deal with the shoplifters and people come into the business and they want to steal. And they're not humble about it. It's like this is what they're supposed to be doing. One lady told me one time, she said, mind my own business. What more business could it have been? I'm getting the paycheck from this organization, and I got worried about people who are stealing. And they're not gentle about it. They figure they're stealing, and I couldn't be bothering them. I've been because they need it. They're stealing because they need it, not because they got a whole bunch of money in their pocket. Even though it's even though they know it's wrong, they're stealing because they need it. And so, so they're they're buying it right. One time, the boss, one of the bosses, told me to watch this guy. Now, this is what happened. He said, "The boss, my boss, told me watch this guy." You know, and then the guy figured out I was watching him. And he went back to the same boss that told me to watch him to complain about me, to get me in trouble. And he took a bunch of money out of his pocket and said, see, see all the money I got? I'm not going to be stealing. Now, there might be some people who are stealing because they need it. I'm not saying there's not. But there's a lot of people who got money, and they're going to have more money, because instead of paying for stuff, they're going to see if they can steal it first. Like this guy, he thought he was a real... Uh, clever guy. He went to my boss trying to get my ass in trouble, and the boss is the one that told me to watch the guy to begin with. So, yeah. Then I had another one that. What was that? You know. Say that again. They took another yeah. one of my bosses in the club and wanted to talk about me. What was that? All right. Say that again. Yeah. All right. So, my hustle is who is this guy that got a record company over here and owns this radio? Who is that? That He's guy? He said he is a record business he got. Oh, anyway, so my hustle is trying to find someone who can hustle me and exploit me so we can cash in on some money. 
All right, we're going to uh, introduce you to Pimp Don Juan. We'll be right back with you. Uh, hold right there. Hold right there, Gail. Hey, just because of Thursday coming up, I'm so excited. Thursday coming up, we got the Raiders and the, and the Cardinals, the first preseason game. Who knows what it's going to be like? It might be like watching a flag football game or, or you know, or, or I, crazy. I, I don't care what it looks like. As long as it looks like somebody throwing a ball and somebody catching it. And you know what? And right now I'm going a, I'm to a flash this one back. This is just for you, Omizi. Because I know you're going to really, really appreciate this one. Check it out. Here's another hip-hop classic. Taking you back to the old school. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Slick talkers and collar poppers, narcotics and bumps, ballers, pit bulls and a rock rollers, niggas with gold teeth, old schools on gold feet, killers and old teeth, task folks in the boat leaf, mask off the foothill, East 14, to Brady Park, Brookfield, Plymouth and Walnut Street, from the building seminary to the rolling 20, we ghetto celebrities like Big C and Little D, you see the East Bay Dragons, it's the home of the fashion, with niggas like tons of crack and fans catching on camera, stole you in the clamor, it's the home of show and hammer, Buff baller smoke to a Atlanta, niggas stole our grammar. That's my focus, that's my nephew, that's my weeple, that's my nizzle. Please believe me, go for cheesy, yeah. off the hizzle, do your thistle. Yeah. When my niggas ride dope, big rentals, rock presidential. Play like crack, pack, pistols, every track I sizzle. I'm a Raider, Oakland Raider. From the Bay to LA to Las Vegas. Cause I'm a player, a boss player. And if you make me pop your collar, shake them later. I'm a Raider, Oakland Raider. From the Bay to LA to Las Vegas. Cause I'm a Just like my niggas before me, but I was a thief without the open face gold teeth. And in gold was some fine ass Oakland Raiders. And too short was the first Oakland Raider on the set. Now, who man was a Raider when he was fucking with Jack? And a story X was a Raider when he was a water to stay. And Danger Zane was a Raider when he was calling hoes names. But I know from the lake on Sundays to the 5 0. Now we to East Mont with the side show. But it's fun and I'm famous, but I ain't trying to die though. Niggas be going out in the game, but not I. But I still wanna do it, cause it's a hundred percent I'm a waiter, open waiter, from the bay to LA to Los Angeles, cause I'm a player, a boss player, and if you make me pop your collar, shake them later, I'm a waiter, open waiter, from the bay to LA to Los Angeles, cause I'm a player, a boss player, and if you make me pop your collar, shake them since 93 till infinity Some underground shit that just shook the fucking industry And Humpty with his own ass A Raider in his own right The whole D you can't forget you amped on sight Now, Mystic, she the only female Raider I know You the shit, baby girl, I'm just letting you know And last but not least Tupac Shakur, nigga, uh, rest in peace I'm from the city of dope, the town of the crack I'm from the city of pimps, the town of the mad East Oakland, he told Ebonic speech broken, keep joking The loonies about to have the streets open Down south, y'all keep smoking Hey, we got the killer throwing eight Heron and kilos for days It's the city of the warriors, the home of the A's Where niggas get sideways, shoot out some highways 
East Oakland, bitch. I'm a Raider. I'm a Raider. Open Raider. From the Bay to LA to Las Vegas. Cause I'm a player. A boss player. And if you make me pop your collar, shake a maid I'm a Raider. Open Raider. From the Bay to LA to Las Vegas. Cause I'm a player. A boss player. And if you make me pop your collar, shake a maid I'm a Raider. My nigga, Black Dynasty, Delinquent, Richie Rich, 415, MCN, The Coop, Point Blank, EA Ski, Steady Mobbing, all y'all niggas was Raiders. Raider motherfuckers. What? Damn, what about me? Mark Curry, baby, I'm not an open Raider, goddamn. I'm the first motherfucker on TV. First one did HBO. First one did Apollo. I think it qualified me in the Hall of Pimology as an open Raider. What? That's right, representing the town, east side Oakland, you know how we do it, east side Oakland, nigga, straight up take your hoe. Dollars all day long, you know how we do it in the town, Crystal, Big Dank, that's the way we roll. Oh, school. You're tuned into the baddest radio show on the internet. Soul Kitchen Radio. 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 All right, Soul Kitchen Radio, we're back. Shout out to my man, Jerry Fife. Fife Dog, I call him, that's my homie, man, from, from work. Man, that's that's my partner. He's listening in right now. He saw the link on Facebook. Yo, that one was for you, Omizi, Mister. I'm gonna turn you into a Raider fan this year, dog. Yeah, it's not gonna happen, bro. Diehard Niner, man. It is what it is. Uh, matter of fact, shout, shout out to Deion Sanders. You know, what I'm saying Hall of Fame. Did you see his Hall of Fame speech? Man, you know what? I loaded up some of it because Deion Sanders and Shannon Sharp they they did so good. I was just about to come in and talk about the Hall of Fame speeches because. Because, man, you know what? My wife looked at me. I had a tear in my eye. It's crazy. You know, man, I actually. Hey, hey, Deion, especially Shannon Sharp, man, he, he got to talk about his bro, his bro, you know what I'm saying, and talking about Brother. he wasn't the uh, best player in his family. You know what I'm saying? In fact, you know what? Let me get into some of this real quick since we're, since we're there. Hold on. I think we got. Is this Who is this on the line? Soul Kitchen Radio. What's up? 916. It's me. Uh, Alita? Yes, it's Alita, since you got on me for not calling in. Oh, my God. Alita's on the line. Oh, is my brother there a big on easy? Yeah, you hit me You hit me a day ago, but you never hit me back. What's up? Who is this? So Meezy. Hey, man, what's up with this voice? <laughs> he been yelling at folks? No, that, that's no. Omizi's uh, radio voice. Hey, yo, oh, what's oh. up? Boy, big on Meezy, and I am the great communicator. <laughs> Uh, so. uh, yeah, the, yeah, the guy never hey, hit me back. That's from doing all these shows, man, you know what I'm saying? I, what is, is that my grown man voice? You know, you, you probably used to like grown <laughs> man voice. I've been knowing it's you so long. Sexy. Oh, I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Hello. All right, Alina, Alina, uh, just hold on right there. Hold on. Don't go nowhere. Don't hang up. We're going to be right okay. back into it. Just listen to the show. Okay, so kids the radio, check it out. Omizi, what we were talking about was the Hall of Fame. And I did load up some stuff. First, we're going to talk. We're going to do the Deion Sanders. No, no, we're going to do Shannon Sharp first. This is I don't know. It's pretty pretty long. Let me get to the whole thing. I thought I was about to say that's dumb long. No, no, I cut it down. But but you know it it was so it was so heart wrenching and and tear jerking that I, I I I kept a lot of it. I kept like almost three minutes of it. So we're going to go into a little bit of it. 
Check it out. This is Shannon Sharp. It's Hall of Fame speech. My big brother Sterling. I'm the only player of 267 men that walked through this this building to my left that can honestly say this. I'm the only pro football player that's in the Hall of Fame, and I'm the second best player in my own family. His brother started crying right when he said that. Right there. And the one story I want to leave you with to tell you why I became this person. Now this is it right here. years old, I told my mom, I said, Mom, I'm going to have some money one day, and I'm going to buy you a Mercedes, and I did. When I came and I asked my grandmother, I said, Granny, what do you want? She always called me her baby. She never called me by my name. I said, you want me to buy you a car and teach you how to drive? She said, no, son, I don't, son, I don't want that. I said, Granny, do you want jewelry? She said, no, son, I don't want that. She said, son, I want a decent house. And I'm thinking, I said, well, my grandmother wants seven, 8,000 square feet. But then I knew my grandmother, knowing her like I know her, after pausing for five or six minutes, I said, Granny, what is a decent home? And I remember it like yesterday. And it was 30 plus years ago. She said, son, I want a decent home. And her words verbatim is, she said, son, I want to go to bed one night. And she said, I want God to let it rain as hard as he possibly can. And I want him to let it rain all night long. And she said, I want to wake up and not be wet. That's a decent wow. home for my grandmother. That's all she wanted. See, for 66 years, my grandmother never went to bed and had it rain and not be wet the next morning. See, I remember those days of putting the plastic coats on the okay. I remember that. It's almost I over. I remember putting the pots and pans on the floor to catch the rainwater. The very pots and pans that we're going to cook in the next day. I remember that. It broke my heart that my grandmother, all she wanted, she got two grandboys that's making a million of dollars, and she wanted a house that wouldn't leak. That's all she wanted. That's all my grandmother wanted. For two boys that's making millions, and all you want is a decent house, you want to go to bed and not get wet when you wake up. That's what drove Shannon. That's what got me here. My big brother Sterling. That's Shannon Sharp. That was that was like a little highlights from his his Hall of Fame induction. But that's like I said, man. You got to multiply that by how many you know how many young black players are you know young players just players in general are playing football now with a, with a better sense, just especially the times that we're in now. That's why I say this this season is probably going to be the the illest season because you know. When you know, like you remember back in the days when in the, in the NBA, when players used to show up with their chains on, you know what I mean? You know, you know football players show up with their mink, they mink, they minks on. You know what I'm saying? With all kind of jewelry on, they don't do that no more. So it's like, it's like, especially now, it's like a little more reserved, and every and every and every every penny that you get now means a lot more to you. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I, I I feel like. I feel like money nowadays has to be treated a little bit differently. You don't, you know how to spend thrift. 
know, I know somebody that used to he used to have he had five hundred dollars in his pocket. He'd go spend all five hundred on some clothes, and uh, you know, but that, but he wouldn't think he wouldn't think ahead like, man, I need to pay this bill, pay this bill, keep this five hundred, and you know, and spread it out, maybe spend a hundred on some clothes, you know what I'm saying? But now the mentality of people now is, man, I might need to t- take this five and, and just let it let it last and let it stretch a little bit longer. That's the mentality. So I like the part of uh, Dion's speech when he said it was something missing. Did you see that part when he said it's something missing? They had a statue of his head. Oh, yeah, yeah. Had, uh, the thing took on out it. The, the bandana. Yeah, I took out the, the, scar- the head scarf and tied it on there. Right, oh, right. Yeah, so kids are ready. Now I want to say, who is this? This is Adrian Ross. Adrian oh, Ross, shit. my homie, what's happening? What's going on? What's up, Frank? <clears throat> oh, you know, the more of it. I'm out here. I'm, you know, I'm checking y'all out, listening to the football stuff. The the thing that killed me about sending sharks though <laughs> was that you had to ask your grandmother. <laughs> you yeah. had to ask her to, You had to ask her what she wanted. Why did y'all been get her out? Yeah, yeah, you know, because cause you made it sound like. Like they never got her out before she died, right? I mean, I think he, I think he was just going back, and you know, I know he's up there. It's important time, you know. You have a lot of things, a lot of people on your mind, and obviously, she was the most important influence on his life. <clears throat> but you know, a lot of these, a lot of these speeches now are turned into something else to me, right. other than you know what it should be. Hall of Fame speech, huh? Yeah, you know, like this. This is a football. This is a football thing, and you know they get to do their story. It's a slotted a lot of time, but you know, I think this year more than a lot of other years, you know, it was it was a lot of guys. <laughs> and it's funny that these guys are sports. Are, are you there? I think we lost. Yeah, we, yeah, we lost. We lost Adrian Ross. Everybody, that's Adrian Ross. Uh, former hey, Ross, call back. Uh, hey, Ross, call to back. Add to, to, add to, yeah, to add to what he said, man, my grandmother stayed in the projects in Frisco, and my father tried his best to get her to move, man, and she wouldn't move for nothing. She didn't give a right, damn. Right. She, she liked where she was staying. She had been there for years. She came to SAC to visit, you know what I'm saying, well, you know, but she she would not move, and, and you could tell her nothing about moving out the projects. It was not going to happen. So. That's right. We got Adrian Ross back on the line. Go ahead, Adrian. I know you got oh, cut yeah. off. So yeah, I don't know what happened there. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, it was funny that, you know, these 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 great speeches are by by <laughs> sports announcers, you know. So, right. you know, like we can kind of see that within them. I think that if, you know, kind of like, kinda like Omizi said, that if, you know, we would have had them a little bit further, you know, a few years ago, I think, you know, those speeches wouldn't have been like that, even though that's history and those are all facts. But I Not think they're kind of, you know, selling it, kind of being a little dramatic production now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's real. Now, well, let's, you know. let's, really pull the, let's really pull the uh, pull the tears out and let's listen to a little bit of Dion's speech. Because I, I pulled out a couple of Dion's little features, and this is, you know, he he went personal. He went real personal with it, with the part about being ashamed of his mama and stuff. So let's check that out. It's right here, Soul Kitchen Radio. Adrian Ross is on the phone. Stay on the phone, Fred. Something inside of me, mama, that I never told you, that I never could admit, and I'm going to share it with all of you because now we're family. 
I played for a youth team called the Fort Myers Rebels, and they blessed me. They took me all over the country to play and expose me to things, expose you to things. And everybody on their team, their parents owned something, and their parents were doctors or lawyers or the chief of police. It was that type of organization. Uh, me and one of my friends were the only African-American kids that was on that team, and it was a very affluent team, and I was ashamed of my mama. Because my mama worked in the hospital. She cleaned up the hospital. She pushed the cart. And I was ashamed of my mama who sacrificed, who loved me, who protected me, who gave me everything I want to make sure I was best dressed in school and I had everything that was late that came out. I had it first. I was ashamed of my mama. Because one of my friends in high school, he saw her in a hospital one night pushing a cart, and he came back and he clowned me. He ridiculed me and he mocked me because of my mom. So I made a pledge to myself that I don't care what it takes. I don't care what it may take. I'm not going to do anything illegal. But my mama would never have to work another day of her life. I created this image, this thing that you could imagine. You could love him or hate him, but he was proud. So Adrian, let me ask you a question. When you coming up, when when you was in college and you realized I want to go to the NFL. Was you feeling like that? I mean, you know, we all – there's so many players up in the league, and I think each one of us has, has a story, you know, and, and I think that, you know, just like I always said, I'm sure if some of the guys on that team that he was on in Pop Warner, if they went, they obviously had different – they had a different life than he did. And sometimes, you know, a lot of these stories, you know um, – not necessarily get blown out of proportion, but, you know, like we all live in life, we all do different things, you right. know, and we strive <clears throat> we strive to be the best and to want the best. And, you know, just whatever, whatever ends up fueling like a certain player over like another player, you know, so be it. And, uh, you know, for me, I was, you know, I wasn't, you know, we were just upper middle class. You know, I I didn't have to want for anything, but I didn't necessarily get everything I wanted either. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, like like a lot of the kids that I went to school with, and um, <clears throat> you know, but I was brought up in a house that was all about education. So even though we were a big sports family, um, you know, my dad played pro way back in the day, and you know, my sister was a national champion in discus. You know, so our household was, you know, sports and education, but it was mostly about education. Right. So, you know, we were going to have to get it by means of 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 work. So I always, you know, like football ended up being an afterthought to me. I was just out there having fun, wanting to go to college and graduate. And during that process, started realizing, okay, I'm I'm kind of good. <laughs> You know, and well, okay, now maybe let me start. Let me read the. Let me refocus over here, and 
make a push and see if I can go ahead and get there. But, you know, like that's how it always was for me. I always, I always lived in the moment, and I, you know, I was just very uh, traditional. Yeah, I wanted to strive to, to get things that were, you know, in a short distance. You know, but but when I look back on all the way back and you know starting Pee Wee football at eight, everything I used to write about, I have books and stuff that my mom has at the house. I always wanted to go pro. I right. always wanted to play pro football. You know, those were those were my dreams. But my process from going there and getting them, you know, was a lot different. I wasn't I wasn't the star football player at Hill Grove. You know, when I first got to College State, I didn't have a football scholarship. I had an academic scholarship. Right. You know. <clears throat> But that, that's good. I mean, that's you know, like you said, everybody got their own their own way. Some people, I mean, it sounds like it was it was already in your family, and you guys and your your brother, what, what, he didn't push you to do something? it, but you know, it was already there. Right. But, um, I say something. What what I what I feel like is like you said, you you grew up in a middle class family, right? But there there's something to be said from Dion and Shannon. Is because what we call what they what they said we call that testifying. So what they did was people that made that it took him it took Deion Sanders all this time to tell his mother that he was, he was ashamed. Shamed. You know what I'm saying? So you're talking about a healing process. I I got some shit that I can that I can pull up that I'm still healing from. You know what I'm saying? And I've been on on this earth thirty something plus years that I'm still not comfortable talking about. So. For him, for them to be able to use that moment to talk about it and testify, you know, what I'm saying that that's it, that says a lot. But it's it's the it's the times that we it's the times that we living in, you know, what I'm saying that's making more, that that's making a lot of people with stories that other people can relate to that's using this opportunity now when it's when it is doom and gloom to to speak on those those situations. Just like shit, you not being drafted and you you know, what I'm saying. Getting into the getting into the NFL just by talent alone, you know what I'm saying? There wasn't no, you wasn't obviously you. It wasn't like no, I mean, it it wasn't by osmosis basically. Like you know, it wasn't all oh, everybody. Like everybody knew LeBron was going to be the the best, the the number one dude way before he even got into the league. You know, into the, right. the NBA. So, so it's like you know, you had to bust your ass. You know, you had you know. So, but you still. Got in there and did your thing. That, that's a lot to be said about that. And then, and eventually, you'll you know you'll there's probably some things that you know you're gonna speak on. So it's the pinnacle, you know, because you got hurt, you wasn't able to maybe get to where you wanted, but you're still content to some degree. That and I can say, shit, you know, somebody like me would be like, man, well, shit, you was in the league, you know what I mean? Right, like, right, good, right. Or bad, good or bad, shit. Yeah, I wasn't. I ain't in no NFL player. Shit, you was in there. <laughs> I seen, I seen yeah, you exactly right. Falk. You know, I just, I just seen Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk was in it, just got in. You know what I'm saying? I saw you tackle him, my own eyes watching the damn TV screen. That's big. You know what I'm somebody <laughs> right. else, no, real talk, but somebody else in your position, they probably, you know, like I seen one of the homies, one of the homies used to play for Arizona and Frisco. I see him 24 hours finish. They tried to see him, he smell like liquors. But, you know, this is the reality. He got cut. But it's like everybody deals with things a little bit differently you know what I'm saying? So it's like, so, but you know, do you does it does he have to be oh, okay? Well, I'm, now I'm at a, I went to rehab and now I'm out, so now I'm able to speak on this, that, and the other. Everybody is dealing with things differently in nowadays because the times that we're living in, maybe they they haven't been written. Like some of the things that are happening in life in general now 
have never played out. We've never had certain things ever happen. So it's like this is all new territory. So I think everybody trying to figure it out now. Like just like you agree with this, like I was saying, like I was saying, I, I was saying that the players, the, the the young players coming up now are going to be playing a little bit differently because they respect the dollar a little bit more than maybe you, you know, you or maybe you know some of your other players did. You know, people, you know, selling houses and doing, you know, and wishing that they would have held on to a lot of that gouda that this young generation now they looking like oh man I mean I, I may just need one car or two cars this time and not eight like you know what I'm saying you know, how you feel about right, that right along the same lines of what you're saying right there I think that's where I'm that's where I'm torn between great they're, they're great speeches but I mean how many times have we heard that from right, us right. how many times have we heard that from the black athlete why every time a black athlete gets up we have to hear the story or when we see on TV, even though it's true, I'm saying, right. you know, why can't we, why can't this be about hard work and doing whatever you want? It doesn't have to be athletics. And right, right. that's why I'm saying these guys are the top of their game and they, and they up and they basically almost told the same story. And what I'm trying to say is, you know, mm-hmm. you've lived a, lo- a long time now. Who's going to change it? Like who's going to have the other story? Who's going to get up there and tell the kids it doesn't have to be about football? And that's what I looked at. Like Shannon Sharp got up there and had to tell his kids sorry for not going to graduation and sorry for, you know, sorry that I couldn't take you to the movies because I was so dedicated and working out. And to me, that's that's not right. Like you had that's part of your responsibility too. Hey, look, and his son didn't look like he was taking it, huh? His son, Marshall Fox's son, was looking like, yeah, right, Dad, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> and, and so, like, that's my thing about it, you know. And so, you're not taking that time off now and chilling with the family. You guys are on TV doing the uh, doing broadcasting. So, right. if you were telling me that, that that you were missing those times and all that stuff because of the, you know, you want to be in the Hall of Fame, you want to be the best player you could be. When are you going to be the best dad? Right. Yeah, that, that that's you that's know. Something. Now, Dion, Dion is different because. Uh, from what I hear, Deion Sanders' son is going to be a star too. Deion takes him to to his workouts, and 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 Deion must Deion seems like he's a good dad, a good family man, and he just fits it all in together, you know. And Marshall well, he had the reality he show. He had the reality show, so he put it all out there for you to see. Everybody's right. seen the reality football show. Wise, was, you know. That was a good. That was the best one. The football wise, out of all them little sports reality shows, I think football wise was the best. I mean, but, you know, obviously from the foundation that we see what Dion did. I mean, you know, who who else, you know, when he's the only guy to play in the World Series and in the Super Bowl? Right. I mean, just, right. just the stuff he was doing, you know, we already know his genes. And, you know, obviously <laughs> that's a great foundation to have to be a kid to be able to, uh, you know, to be able to work with. Because, like, a lot of it is is that. Is this, is this your common knowledge of your craft? You know, because you guys would be surprised at how many football players are in the league that don't know football. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> that was surprising because cause there's probably more people that don't play football that play fantasy football that that know more about <laughs> the football than football players. Very true. I mean, so I got to the league, you know, I'm seeing guys that went to these big schools and. I'm all in the and I'm all big eyes, like, oh, man, there's, there's so-and-so from Florida State, y'all, and then we start playing. I'm like, 
wait a minute, this dude ain't better than me. <laughs> you know, this dude, wait, he doesn't know where to light up at? <laughs> wait a minute, can this guy read right here? I mean, it's, it's sad, but it's, but it's real. You know, yeah. because, I mean, you figure that, you know, a lot of these colleges uh, cater to that because that's, and, and, and that's what I mean by, you know, up in the long run for a lot of these guys, you know, for Shannon and them guys, it, it had to make. But you heard Shannon say the teacher helped him with re- remedial reading. Yeah, remedial Spanish, remedial reading in 10th grade. So that shows you, and they told the story. They were getting up working, and then, you know, he had to go to school and all that. So obviously you didn't hear a lot about the classroom with him. You know, right. but obviously obviously he had important people in his life that helped him there, and there's a lot of other kids that get to take what these guys are saying, but, of course, they don't want to take that part of it. They only want to take, okay, man, I want to make it to football. I want to make it to basketball. I want to make it to play this. And they don't get all the other tools. Well, yeah. In fact, speaking of speaking of the kids getting the tools, Adrian, tell us about your foundation because I know you're doing some stuff in Sacramento all the time with the kids and and getting them to that point. So since we got you on the line, I didn't even have to go chase you this time. Tell us about your, <laughs> your foundation, Fred. Oh, uh, I mean, with the Mad Bagger Foundation, you know, it's making a dynamic difference in the lives of the youth through sports and education. So I always, uh, I always support the youth football teams. Uh, you know, we try to uh, have football camps. I go around and speak to schools all over. And, you know, I just try to tell them about the importance of having a great education and just like the opportunity that you can get. You know, um, you have to be prepared. I mean, you just have to expect the unexpected. And it's like you have to be ready for it. Because you never know when it's going to come. It's like you know, for me, I I had good grades in high school. I was able to get accepted to the schools that I wanted to get accepted to. It was UC Davis, like UC Riverside and Texas A and M, and UC yeah UC Davis. And then all of a sudden, Colorado State came to look at me for football. Um, right. I wanted to be a veterinarian, so UC Davis has a vet school like one of the number one best schools in the nation. So I was going to go to Davis. Colorado State, I had no clue who Colorado State was or anything. So they came to the house, and I was, I was like, are, are you guys D1? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, we're D1, and we're in the whack. And they said, what do you want us to go to school for? I said, veterinary medicine. I said, wow, we're the number one best school in the nation. Wow, okay. And I said, what? You know, because they're number one in, like, um, bovine or something like that. And, like, UC Davis is, like, in equine medicine. And then Cornell is in, like, small animals. Uh-huh. So that right there, it was like it couldn't have worked out any better. Then they said, okay, we can go to visit to a school, go to the animal science department. Turns out the animal science department had a scholarship for me. So by having those good grades, and just, you know, being able to have all the criteria needed, I was able to get that money. And that's just what I, you know, that's what I try to go and tell kids is just, you know, like you want to be prepared all the way around and not just like a lot of these other guys say is just, oh, I sacrificed and I stayed in the gym and I worked out and, I, you know, it's all this extra, extra physical 
and they don't really ever talk about the classroom. You know, like, that's one way to get it, too, and here's another way to get it. So that's what I try to, that's what we do with Mad Backer Foundation is we try to support, we try to support education. Because, you know, football is going to be a Basically tell them to take 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 advantage of the free education that you're getting, which is why, you know, why you really sought out. I mean, you know, some people that just know know off top that that's what they're doing, but they don't really, but, you know, but it's like you said, every year they always they always saying, oh, man, you could get hurt, so make sure you got you get an education so you have something to fall back on, but nobody ends up listening to that, you know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't like they say, they don't believe fat meat is greasy, so they just they just look, you know. Like even if even if you were like Tim Tebow, I'm looking at I'm looking at ESPN and watching how they talking about Tebow. Like he's not a you know he's not a starting uh, quarterback. So how's he supposed to handle that? You know, is he supposed to just take his upfront capital, his upfront money, and and if it don't work out, he just moves on. He's a bust, and they just move on to the next number one draft pick. Like you know, so you can see how that go, how that how that's going. It's like even if you if you try to if you try to get to a certain peak. And you have and you have dream oh, I'm gonna be number one draft pick. It still can go wrong. So if it can go wrong for one person, just imagine what it could do. You know, have it do for you if you don't if you don't look at the full at the full spectrum of it. Exactly. Like you can look just right at Dion. Dion was on the Falcons, the Niners, the Cowboys, the Redskins, and the Ravens. That's five teams. You know, and and he's the best that ever did it. And he had to go to all the different teams. That just shows you the business right there. Yeah, he was telling you he was he was saying that he he was glad to go to different teams because because he had to prove himself every time. That was his personal thing. But but yeah, the the, the league is just is just everywhere. You never know where you're going to be in that league. But but you do know that one day you're going to be at home. Yeah, <laughs> you know maybe that's four years, thing. four years from at home. That's the that's the one thing you do know. <laughs> but you know what used to always trip me out is when people was getting like, like when people was getting ready to retire after you know fifteen twenty years. Like I mean I can understand you crying, but it's like you act like your life is really over, but you still caked up. It's like you really just looking at it like it's over for you. Like you like you won't be able to go on and live no more. I mean, they—they they just like they damn near need to have programs for people that don't play no more, so that they can figure out what the what they're gonna do with the rest of their life. Because a lot of people don't have no clue. There you go. That's 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 exactly it. Because uh, I mean, I already grew up knowing that it was gonna be short lived. I mean, you know, just for me to be able to play one year for me was, you know, was just was just the dream right there. Let alone go on and start and play for six. So. Right. You know, I mean, you figure the average, when they say the average is like two and a half years or something like that. Yeah, um, two and a half, four you're years exactly at right. Yeah, you're, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, is that, uh, I, mean I, I deal with that now. I did, I did, I was very social when I was in anyway. And, you know, football was a part of Adrian Ross's life and not, it wasn't my life. <clears throat> but a lot of these guys, that is their life. And uh, you know the the teammates and the friends on the team and the name that they have. So a lot of them, you know, it it, it does carry a big burden when they're done. All of a sudden, it's like, okay, now you don't have that team attachment. 
that you've been wanting. Not only that, but you guys have to imagine, I was looking on this talking about a couple weeks ago, since eight years old, I was always on someone else's schedule. Like, you figure up in everyone else, everyone else's life, like, pretty much, okay, all of us, we all went Taylor made to school all the way to high school. So we were all on the school schedule, right? And when you play football, it's that same type of schedule. So you have men that have been from eight years old to, what, 30? 30, 30, this, this depends. How you say they play 15 years, they're 30, 36, 37, 38 years old, and they've been on the same schedule for that's been their life. Football season, off season. Football season, off season. Okay, I have to be here at this time. I have to be here. Now, when you lose that structure, that's what it is. That's the problem with like a lot of guys. And you don't know what to do. You you wake up in the morning and you don't know what to do. Exactly. And I'm the same, I'm, same I'm, like music. It, it's the same like the music business. You know what I'm saying? You know, all, it's a lot of these cats. You know. Was you know never never was thinking I'm not gonna be number one or you know what I mean I'm not gonna be top ten billboards and am I am I content with that you know would I be able to deal with that if, if every time I get out somebody not taking my picture or you know what I'm saying so it's like everybody everybody mentally can't deal with that right exactly and it, it's it's it takes a toll on guys it takes a toll on guys that are married in their marriages you know I see that now with some of my old teammates, you know, because now you have you have another relationship that that has grown up with the same lifestyle, you know, so you have that, a lot of them have that wife at home thinking, okay, honey, now, now football's over, now me and you are going to be spending a lot of time together. Right. No, I'm going to be golfing every day. <laughs> well, you know, golf now, I've been sitting around here waiting for you to be done with football, you know, I'm a 35, 36-year-old female with two or three kids. I'm living like I'm a 50-year-old woman that's sitting around the house. <laughs> and you now you want to coach? Know. <laughs> 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 you know, so those those are all those are all the other things that you know come that have that that come along with you know what doesn't really get told. And I, you know, that's that's always what I try to do is is to make it make it be a little bit more real. Yeah, tell you the know, reality get, of, of football behind the glam. You should call it your own reality show behind the glam. Yeah, because 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 football has uh has been like exemplified as like it, it's just been glorified as um like it's not a job. Right. So the public takes it as like, oh, you know, you just, you know, well, you just had fun. Sorry I didn't play football. You had fun all your life. I'm like, oh, sorry you got to go to Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner every year. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, sorry you have to watch us play football and work, you know, and people don't think of it like that. You know, Mm -hmm. people don't know, like, and this is what I found out after the what people's perception is. Like, they think that when, you know, say for me playing Cincinnati, they think that the team pays for me to live out there and move my stuff out there and all that. Like, right. no, like that's a fee to move your car there or to yeah. buy one out there or to buy a house or to get an apartment. <laughs> when you get cut from there and you have to go to the next team, there's there's no – that team's not paying for you to move there. 
You know what? Let me ask you a question. You know, uh, one of one of the uh, good friends of the show, I would say, is Deshaun Jackson. He 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 came on the show a couple times. We we went down to his football camp. Um, do you think he he has he should be holding out the way he is? You think they backed him up into a wall, seeing as tomorrow is the last day? If he doesn't report oh, tomorrow, back. if he doesn't report he's tomorrow, back. he's going to lose a year of his free agency. So do you think they kind of got him in a corner? Oh yeah, I with that. With that new uh, CBA, um, you know, I think I think that the owners are winning with that one, with right. uh, you know not 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 allowing guys to you know to miss out and then be a, be a free agent. But uh, I think that you know he made his um, statement, so yeah. I'm sure that you know. I mean, like for me, it's just now that there's, there's going to be have the new there's going to have to be new means of holding out. Like, to me, all I do is I come to camp and, hey, my ankle hurts. I can't practice. Right. You know? I mean, like, now there's just a whole out. You know, just what O.C. Humanure is doing right now. You know, like, he he goes to practice and he stands around. (laughs) You know, like, he's in a contract dispute, but he's there. And, you know, that's all that's going to happen now is, is, like, there's been a new – there's been a new CBA made, and now guys are going to have to develop different ways. But, you know, but that's what happens is, you know, post mouth doesn't get fed. And now. With, with with this right now, I guess, what is it? Like they said that the owners have to spend 90% of their cap. Is it 90 or 99% of the cap? So he, he, he should be getting paid because for, for them to have to spend all that cap, Right. He should be one of the players that they should be getting the money to. Definitely, especially because he's a, one of the young cats. You know, I could see if right. he was in his 30s already and, and towards the end of his career. But they need to they need to make him happy, and, and he's going to be – he could develop to be a great, fantastic Hall of Fame player for the Philadelphia Eagles or, or somebody else if they don't want to pay him. Well, they show, exactly. you, they, show you, they show you how they really – they show you how they really feel – when by okay, uh, you say you go hold out. They have a meeting and then they restructure your deal. Or you say you gonna hold out. They say they for every day you hold out, they gonna charge your ass thirty thousand dollars. Then you say you're not holding out no more. So the re, the reality and and I just said that, but now this first right refusal that says okay, well if they if if this team says they'll give you ten, then we should be able to offer you ten and you should be able and you stay your ass right here. You know what I mean? So it's like the, the the days of somebody just being able to just dip. I mean, some people have been able to dip because they free free agents. There's a difference between right, a free agent right, right. With, with, a, with a year left on his contract and a free agent that's free where he can go anywhere he want to go. You know what I'm saying? Right. And sometimes you get kicked off. You get there. You're going to do a better, better situation. Right? So, so that, that guy's not trade bait, right? No. I mean, well, he is because he's a great player, but right, you know, but but so, well, why would you trade him? <laughs> you yeah. already have why, why? Why would I'm gonna make I'm gonna make more money on your jersey on your jersey selling than anything? If you know, after you build your brand off of your talent, you don't want to just go somewhere else and have to start all over. You built your brand on that team; they know what you're capable of doing, and everybody want to see it again. So you don't want to lose that money by having him go somewhere else. With a quarterback that may not be able to throw that long ball like he know how to get, 
You know what I'm saying? You know, which is a lot of receivers' problems. They got quarterbacks that can't throw the long ball, so they just out there running running routes for nothing. Right, right. And that's the difference. That's the difference in the business, right there. Is, I mean, I think that there's been great strides up in the new uh, CBA because what I played under, um, and what I wanted in my 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 last deal that I had was incentives. And what what happens is you generally have to be a, more of a star name figure to for the team to negotiate incentives in your deal. You know, and so now with the new CBA, everybody that's third through seventh round, it's already built in because now that they're, they're saying the guys are locked up and they can't go free or the penalties for trying to hold out, now they put in, now they built in the everybody's contracts, third through seventh round, performance uh, um, escalators. So now, like what happened to me at Cincinnati, I'd end up starting every year but going in going into the season I wasn't the starter. Right. So when they negotiate, oh, you're not the starter. You know, you're okay, Asian's a great backup and you know, you can play three different positions and oh, so and so hurt his ankle. Oh, don't worry about it, we got Adrian to go over there. Adrian <laughs> you're starting. So now I started sixteen games, but I'm making backup money. And it can't change. Right. And then and then what would I look like holding out? <laughs> Uh, like somebody will be like, oh yeah, well just hold out on another team, hold out at home. Right. So, so well, that's just like uh, that's just like what's the homie? They just did they just the homie that played for uh, the homie that did the holdout to, uh, in uh, the for the Jets, you know, the, the uh, defensive player was the Revis, and he did all that holding out, and his season sucked. You know, sometimes it could be a double edged sword. Right. Well, yeah, but but you're not worried about your season no more when you're getting the. the, the whether he had a great season or not, he's getting paid the same. Yeah, he's getting paid. You know what? You know what? That's a, and this to what you was just saying is, is uh, nobody cares about you. But all I see when I see these contracts now is so and so player six years, twenty guaranteed. This player five years. Fifteen guaranteed. I see a lot of players getting that, get, you know, looking at at baseball and they getting this guaranteed gooder regardless of whom or what. I see a lot of NFL players now you, getting that guaranteed money regardless. There you go. Yeah. And that was, was and, and back when I played, the problem was this: what I said, you could only you the the bigger glorified name you have, the bigger that guarantee is going to be. When you don't, and you're a player like me, who I'm a solid player, and I'm I'm a reliable player that my team doesn't want to go anywhere, but they don't have to pay me that guaranteed money, right? Because you have no you have no negotiating power to get it. Now with the new CBA, that's built in for those players. Now, now if if I was playing with these terms, when I would keep starting, I'd, I'd end up getting paid a lot more. Hmm. Because the team, because it's built into the deal now. Now the team can't, you know how they did me. My, my con, this this like uh, Deshaun Jackson right now. He's what dude make five hundred thousand. Yeah. So you're one of the top wide receivers up in the league. So you're out so there playing, all, and other wow. guys you get better than are making, you know, five six million. That's a that's a lot of money. That's a big difference wow. in money. Wow. And that's why I tell people to try to equate that to their own jobs 
and 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 to try to make it be equal, you know, I always tell my friends because they they can't understand it. So I'm saying that's like, you know, you're just put it up to a doctor. You're doctor A, and okay, you're gonna do the same surgery. You're making thirty, and this one over here, they say you're better than this one over here. And this one's making five million. Wow, right. that's man. This this, this is a great conversation we're having. Because people do that. Why are they holding out? I mean, they're making a lot of money. It's like this is your job. It's not about, oh, you're just making a lot of money. I said, okay, well, why don't you do that as a teacher then? Hey. Yeah, yeah do it as a teacher. Like, oh, you know, hey, like, hey, you're making 30. I mean, go ahead and <laughs> don't worry about trying to make 50. Yeah, Mike, are Mike, you- what's happening, man? I know you're out there. You're listening in. I want you to say something, Mike. Yeah, no, what I was going to say is, you know, in defense of football players and money and all that stuff, you know, if you have $50 million, it's awesome and all, but how good is that money if you can't walk straight again or or if you're handicapped for the rest of your life? You know, I mean, those guys go out there and they put their bodies on the line. You know, sure, they're gladiators and in the best shape, better shape than most people out there, but still, it's a physical sport. And, you know, you look at a lot of these football players that are retired now, and they're, you know, they're never going to be the same again. They're all beat up. Like, uh, what's his name, uh, Refrigerator Perry? Yeah. That guy can barely walk. I mean, it's, you what know, bus, all the, the glory, the fame, and the money. You know, at the end of it all, you know, you, you put your body on the line, and, you know, that's why that's why you pay these guys such big money to, you know, put their life on the line pretty much. Right. Okay. Same thing. I mean, but there's, there's guys that go catch crabs that lose their lives falling off the dock. It's all the profession <laughs> that you pick. I mean, there's, there's, there's people that drive forklifts that lose their arm. There's a oh, guy that slips at Brayley that, that hurts his elbow and he can't use his arm well. So there's people that drive to work to get in a car accident. Accidents <laughs> happen. Stuff happens in life. All you the time. You don't go into it. <laughs> You know, just like hey, I said, Dale, hey, Dale Earnhardt, to do what they want to do. Dale Earnhardt <laughs> died, died racing his car. All right, all right. right. Hey, let me tell you guys real quick. Let me bust into this. We were supposed to have Karina on the line, but she never calls us. <laughs> like, uh, gas face. Gas face. Anytime, yeah. you, anytime you set up an interview with us and you don't call, <laughs> you get the gas face. But we do have to find we do got Kamandi on the line, so we're going to be right back, fellas. Don't hang up. Um, I'm just down the line. We're going to talk to Kamandi after this. And, and and you're going to want to hear this guy, Adrian, because he's out in Sacramento. He's a he's an R&B singer. And the dude is bad. I'm going to play one of his songs right now. So check it out. And then we'll talk to him right when we come back. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. Check it out. What's up? This is Sean Jackson, Philadelphia Eagles, and you listen to Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio.
Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul, hold on. Soul, Soul Kitchen Radio. We're back. That was Kumandi, fellas. How did How did you like that one? That was nice and smooth. That was good. I like that one, man. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, I like that. And I gotta thank Alita Turner. Alita, she's on the line. Alita, what's happening? Thank you for hooking us up with that Kumandi. Always, I got your back. And then on the line we have Kumandi. Man, yeah. it was going down. It was going down, man. Thank you all very much, man. Really do appreciate yeah. it. Let me give you some applause real quick because that was a that was a great song right there. Oh, yeah, thank you, brother. I really do appreciate it, man. You know, you got I heavy hitters on the phone. Some... You know, you got heavy hitters on the Excuse phone me? right now. You got we got Adrian Ross and Big Ol' Meezy. You know, they're on the phone right now. They could they, they appreciate your music and you know, they're out there in Sacramento with you. So Oh man, yeah, much love, man. man. This is awesome. Yeah, thank you, man. Nice meeting your brothers, man. I appreciate um you know, but God is hooking everything up. Thank you, Alita. You know, just 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 met Alita, you know, a few a few weeks ago, so she let me know about you. So been doing a movement, so it's a, it's it's a blessing how things are coming together. I was trying to do some some music that everybody will love, you know what I'm saying? It's Let me tell you what Alila told me when she when she met you. After she met you, she called me immediately, and she said, you know what? We got the next R&B sensation right here in Sacramento, and I'm going to meet hey, up God. with him. I'm going to meet up with him tonight, and and then I got your music right after that, you know? So you guys are you're on your thing, Kamandi. Good job. Man, th- man, thank you, brother. Appreciate it, man. God is good. So if I just, just want to represent for, you know, my people in Plus Sacramento, I love my city anyway, but I just want to do it right, you know, and represent it in the right way and just keep on moving. You know, so um, I was sitting back listening to the brothers, the, the ball thing, man, that gets me juice because I used to play ball too before. God bless me with this, man. I played um, with a couple of teams, my league ball, though. Yeah. So, can you hear me? Yeah, that's somebody getting out of their car. Go ahead, I'm hearing you. Oh, oh, yeah, this is, it was just a blessing all here, you know, just listen to the ball thing, too. So that gives me juice every time I hear about ball because I know how that game can go. But it was, I played baseball, but, you know, uh, it's, it's business, man. It really is business. So I love what I do now, though. You know, I can do stuff free and just be independent and do what I want to do. You, know, let me create you play fantasy music. football? You play fantasy football? No, no. I'm going no, I'm I'm to send, send you the link. Adrian, are, can, can you play this year? Are you in this year, Adrian? You on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can play. Okay, I'm gonna send you guys a link to uh, to the fantasy football league for Soul Kitchen Radio and everybody else. There's eight spots left, so so get in. It's a free league. Come, we'll have fun all season. So, yeah, Kamadi, tell us about how how you started music, man. Because that where'd you get your your voice lesson? Did you take lessons, or is it natural, or what? No, no, no lessons, man. Just um. It's like 12, 12 years ago, man, I was playing with the Marlins at the time. But I was blessed to be around some people in SAC. Uh, my Adrian Steele, cat I went to school with, he was friends with uh, Brian Morgan at the time. Uh, right. doing the SWV thing. So I was friends with the cat I, you know, I went to school with, and they, I just loved music after that. So once I went to go play ball, I just, the music's always just stuck in me. It just, you know, just felt it was tugging at me just, just to learn more about it. So... Um, might sing it here and there around you know, around a few people sing a few hooks or something, people start thinking I was dope, so I just started really studying. I never had any vocal lessons or anything like that. I just always studied old, all the old school guys. So I just got Is to Brian a point Morgan where, still know, in Sacramento? Is Brian Morgan still in Sacramento? I, I have no idea, man. I've seen that catch in, in years. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. 
Yeah. I saw him about a month ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's been doing yes, a lot of stuff so. now with, uh, with like movie uh, movie production for him. Man, good guy. Uh, I tell you a quick story. I went into his house and I was like, "Wow, platinum plaques, SWV stuff." Took me into a studio. Man, that was a good guy, man. Brian Morgan. I like yeah, Brian yeah. Morgan. Yeah, because my first, my first session to a studio, he was recording. He was recording Usher when Usher was like 14, 15. With, uh, I was with Adrian. It was, it was loud, allowed me to come to the session. You know, it was cool. And, and I got to see a whole the, how the whole process goes. So that from that point on, I was like, man. I just always, it was always tugged at me that I wanted to do that. But, you know, I'm a ball player. Just, you know, I got drafted out of Grant, you know, for, uh, by the Giants. So that, I was Ended up in, in Phoenix, so I did my thing out there for a minute. Ended up with the Marlins, and but the music thing is always tugged at me, so I just started studying. Nobody believed and stuff like that. I walked away from ball, you know. So I, I started my own label and stuff. Went to the bumps and bruises, learned about the the business. So now I'm just doing my own thing, creating what I want to do, and let God do His thing. So He's connected me with some good people at the right time. So you know, a lot of people didn't believe, so and they still don't. So I'm I'm just staying in my own lane and doing me. You know, so um, I just want to do people do work that that people will love everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's, it's time for good music. Man, that and that I'm is good music. You know what's funny is is Alita Alita. Uh, she put you. She 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 said that you sounded kind of like or no. My wife listened to your stuff and she said, "Is that Fred Hammond?" You know, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, that that's this, this new this dude from Sacramento, Kamandi. And it was funny because next week you might want to call back in because Fred Hammond is going to be on this show next week. Oh yeah, yes yeah, sir. I'll, I'll call in for that. So I want to I studied off of too. Yeah, you know, you definitely want to call in on that. We're going to listen to your other one because I, I love listening to your music. So nothing without you. That's the next one. Tell us about that song. Uh, I just want to do a song that um, really got to flex my my vocal ability because I do I do a hip hop soul type of things, and I wanted to show everybody that I can do any type of records. So everything is everything is uh, pretty much fast, so I wanted to bring that element of old school back and tell you, tell your woman how much you appreciate her and stuff. You've been out there huffing and getting these ladies and stuff, but you appreciate her. So I just wanted to do something like that. So um, that's what this song is about. It's called Nothing Without You. Okay, good. We're going to get right into it right now. Brian, I see you on the line. We're going to talk to you in a second. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. We'll be right back. You're tuned into the fattest radio show on the internet. It's Rick Camacho on Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. I just want to let you know that I appreciate you. All the love that you give. So glad I found you. This life is nothing. That's why I'm glad that I found you
all the SWV, the Platinums, the billboards, and all that on your wall. Word. I mean, word, you, word, you word, sat man. me down in your. I remember you sat me down in your in your in your studio and you let me listen to Rain before it even came oh, out. Word. Right. Yes, and sir. Yes, sir. Sat there and, and I, yes. I think I spent the night on the couch that night and. We, and we, uh, Man, well, yeah, you probably got you probably got some extra herbals in there somewhere yeah, thrown in there. There's a whole lot of that going on. It was, it was all good, man. And, yeah, and man. Well, I'm not proud. Enough, not I, don't, I don't know what happened to you. Word, man. I'm proud of Kamande, man. Kamande's been hustling and doing his thing and grinding. So proud of him. We just want to call out to my voice and my two cents in and say big ups to my man, keeping it moving and uh, not only as just a music tip, but just as a grown ass man.
That's just that's, mm-hmm. I just recognize the spirit. If you come in, you come in, you doing your thing. This cat's gonna be intimidated. But you just all that that's do right. is just make me just go even harder. That ain't that's gonna be no good for you. You know what no, I'm saying? Right, right, right. I get up early and I work out. I do what I do. I, I never had no vocal lessons. I work hard. I wouldn't know church singing none of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I just work hard and I'm continue to work hard to get better because I just it's more that I got once I get vocal lessons and all that extra stuff. But you know, I just continue to work hard and learn and learn. Learn the game and study old school cats that's done it. You know what I'm saying? That's, right. that's one thing B used to say. He's like, you study. I like how you do. It? I asked him and Adrian. I was like, dude, how y'all learn how to do that? And he's like, you come up with these, you study these dudes, and come up with your own. That's all they told me. They told right. me that years ago, and I took that and ran yeah. with. It. I'm not the type of cat to go keep on bugging you and asking you. Just like, bro, I, I sit back and watch how the, how the good dudes do it. When the when the when the top scouts wanted wanted to. Um, Get the first round of all the attention. I sit back and watch and learn because they, I was the 18th round, so they really don't pay attention to the lower rounds like that. You know what I'm saying? So they, so I just sat back and then beg. I just, I soaked up game and learned what I do. So it's like, um, you just can't make excuses, man. You just gotta keep doing your thing, man, and study the greats, whatever you exactly. do. Exactly. There you so go. When, and so I'm so sorry. There you go. So Kamani, when when can we expect to uh, start purchasing your stuff on iTunes? Is it already out there? I, I, it's ready. It's ready, man. You can go to iTunes. You go to um, CDBaby.com. You go to Rhapsody. You can go to Amazon, uh, Verizon. Uh, it's pretty much all the online stores, man. It's gonna be all through Sacramento for our dimples. Um, I'm just, I'm pretty, I'm pushing everything myself, bro. So, you know, I'm just putting, get myself in a situation, you know, where um, I can get a bigger push to let the whole world hear. It, 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 I know it's gonna crack, but just um, right now, I just gotta do it one step at a time. Um, you just need because God of myself, bro. That's all. You know, I, I got my team. A leaders come in. I got a, a person of Leslie Leatherwood doing marketing. Um, I got a brother named by um, Terry Terry Brewer. He does marketing also. So God placed some people around me that know what they're doing. You know, they see the same vision what I got. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I need. So you got a team that everybody know their position and, and got the same vision. You win. You know what I'm saying? You, you always gonna win. And you got to are you on are you on Twitter? What's your Twitter? Uh, Twitter Twitter is there, uh, Twitter.com, Commande Records. You can reach me on Facebook.com Commande Miller. Uh you can go to Reverb Nation Commande. You can reach out you can get music from all those those um, those those social sites. So Commande Records, that's K U M A N D E E Records. K U M A N D A E Records. D-A-E, okay. And you go, you go Facebook.com, right Commande. All right, look, if you're following me, if you're listening, you're following me, I'm tweeting out Commande right now. And when you do that, follow back. Brian Morgan, what's your Twitter, man? Just now starting my Twitter, so I don't even get I'm going to start it this week. As a matter of fact, I just got my account, so it's not even up and running yet. But you can hit me on Facebook, though, Brian Alexander Morgan. Okay. On All Facebook. Right. I'll get you in my Twitter. It'll be up soon. Keep buying that Chris Brown. My She Ain't You record. That's, that's it. Keep buying that. Right. So what, what was that? What was that? That was the last latest record you worked on? I said keep buying that Chris Brown. That's that. My, I got She Ain't You out right now. Top 30 right now. Pop. Wow. And keep buying that Keep buying that Chris Brown album. That's, that, that pays my bills. What, <laughs> what else are you working on right now? What else you guys work what else are you working on right Actually, now? Actually, we got a couple of things. There's a new kid uh, about to get signed to Motown, uh, a little Mexican kid, and he sounds like Michael Jackson, so that's my latest. Um, he's dope, and uh, he, he will be talking about that soon. And uh, SWV, I'm doing a little joint on SWV. They got a, they got a deal. 
So we're doing a little something on them. And then my own joint, finally, I'm trying to be like a Monday. Are you finally going to start so singing? <laughs> I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah, yeah, instead of being in the background going, hey, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Word, yeah, man. So we're trying to get all that started. But I'm going to put it all on the one website. Like, I'm going to do a whole Brian Alexander Morgan website, and you'll be, able to, you'll be able to get all that stuff in one place. All right. Well, uh, well Brian, delete, delete I'm going to change our Facebook, Brian, and we're going to have to get a show just from your perspective. We're going to just talk to, to Brian Alexander Morgan on Soul Kitchen word, Radio word. And, and talk about all your projects and all your accomplishments throughout your, your musical career. Word. word. Appreciate it. Hey, got to get back to this workout. Come on, man. I'm losing my heart rate. But uh, listen, I had to stop and deal with the real. I'm about to get back on this flow. But I thank you guys. Thank, thank, thank you, Adrian, for calling me. Focus, man. Brian Cosman is on the line. Brian, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I know you got something to say. We got uh we got we got Kamandi, we got Adrian Ross from the Bengals on, we got Misha, Omizi, Alita. Got a bunch of people yeah. on the chat room. And and I just heard that I just talked to somebody that said that uh, Deshaun Jackson is in Philadelphia right now. Yeah, he uh, he ended his holdout today, and he's in Philadelphia, so it's a a done deal. So he's back, ready, ready, and uh, ready to destroy everybody. Ricky Williams also signed with the uh, Ravens today, two-year deal. Okay. Uh, now, now Kamandi used to play for the for Kamandi. What year did you play for the Marlins? Uh, ninety six, ninety six to ninety seven. I retired then. Walked away from it. Uh, I was born. Brian's still young. <laughs> did you uh, did you play? In, you, didn't, you know, you didn't play in the World Series. You were with uh, no, 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 no. I was in the minors, bro. I was in the minors. Oh, okay. Uh, what did you play? Double yeah, A. Yeah. You play. Yeah, double A. All right. So, so man, this is a great thing. Kumani, you got you got a whole lot uh in in your in your corner, man. I think you keep saying that you're doing it by yourself, but you got a lot of people in your corner. And I could say yeah, that, no, no, it's, it's just like a, it's a it's a blessing, man. Like I said, I I I've been pushing the E P two years, bro. It's like two years, like with this song, like six song a six song E P. So it's like just in the last in the last what, few months. You know, God's placed some people around me to, to lift my arms up when I'm I, I can't do everything now. You know what I'm saying? It's at a, it's getting to a certain point where I can't I can't be on the computer all the time. I can't reach all these different places and travel all day. I'm recording and writing and making sure my business straight, making sure cats ain't being crooked. You know all this different stuff. You know, but now you know it's God placed certain people around me at the, the right time. You know, so it's like it's like um it's like my pieces that are, that I've been praying for is is, is falling into place. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like it's, it, it, it's to a point where you you do something and people don't believe and they don't see it. What 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 God placed in you? They don't see it. I mean, family members. So you just out there by yourself, just trying to push for me. People can see what you're doing. Like, okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? So that's the frustrating thing. So I had to close down a lot and and just do my thing, man. And that's just my attitude I always had anywhere, just to try to be hardest or whatever I do. So it's like um. I stay humble, but at the same time, I want to be—I want to be one of the best. I don't care if it's sports or whatever. I want to be one of the dopest. That's and, the way. That's, if, you, if your dream isn't bigger than you, then there's something wrong with your dream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. You know, we man, can take off. We can take so many from from. We can take off so much stuff from from Deion Sanders. 
beast the other night. I just keep <laughs> them all off. <laughs> yeah, we... <laughs> what did Deion Sanders yeah, say? Yeah. If your dream isn't bigger than you, there's something wrong with your dream. All it's, the year, it's, the year, it's the year of the bounce back. It's the, it's the year of the bounce back. You see Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams a minute ago wasn't even in the league, and he had to come back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He had to give up that yeah. weed. He had to give up that Mary Jane. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> it, it, you know, it was costing him too much money. So, he, you know, everybody, he made, he, you know, he on the second team now, and I'm rooting for the dude, just like I'm rooting, I'm rooting you, for the and everybody else. He play for the Bengals, right? Well, that's the other thing. That's that's the other thing with uh, some of the players is like, you know, Ricky Ricky has, you know, he finally got diagnosed with whatever he has. It's like how Brandon Marshall came out with, you know, he finally had ran some tests and he figured out he was something. You know, it's like Tyson back in the day. You know, now these guys have this these great skills, but then they had some other psychological, you know, problems. I guess we call them, but. When it's not diagnosed, you know, it it like affects them negatively, you know. But but now that they all know about them, you know, they're 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 fine. <laughs> you, you just said he's fine with the Bengals. That what you said, Brian? What? Oh, he signed with the Ravens. Okay. Yeah, This is my question. Okay, this is my question for 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 everybody when when we talk about the free agents where everybody went. Um, Miami Dolphins. Now, are they going to continue to? Are they going to stay with the uh, with the Wildcat offense? They're going to probably uh, switch it up. Actually, they got uh, got this new wide receiver that they picked up, Gates, who's supposed to be the real deal. He's supposed to be better than Teddy again. And uh, I mean, Reggie Bush is Reggie Bush. I mean, if he's not healthy, they're going to go with the rookie in Thomas, Donald Tommy and Thomas from Kansas State, and they put a lot of pressure. I think they should have brought at least another veteran then, you know. Um, yeah, and I'm not a big fan. Some, I was going to say, like, you're, you're exactly right. They still have to make some moves. They did a good move in signing my client, Philip Livis. You know, Philip Saturday Night Livis. He brought some kickbacks for him, taking out in the preseason, Philip Livis. That's one of my clients. Yee! Yeah. <laughs> Sending who? Sending who? Huh? So, so Adrian, you're you're you're. Are you being agents for people? Are you doing agency? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sports agent. So oh, wow. Do you know, do you know, do you know Demarius Bilbo? Bilbo? Do you know Demarius Bil Bilbo? You know him, I'm sure. He's an agent. Demarius? I don't. I don't know him. Demarcus Bilbo. He played a tag. He's a sports agent. He has Roddy Brown. And who do, who's your who's your clients in sports? Who you have? Uh, well, this is last year was our first year, so we're all dealing with. Uh, we all have guys that just went in right now. We have Terry Taylor's uh, wide receiver from ASU. He's at Green Bay. He's, okay. uh, you know, John Taylor's nephew. You know, point okay, nine John yeah. Taylor. So Terry Taylor out of ASU. Philip Livis uh, from Elk Grove High. Uh, we have Ryan Colson. He had signed. We signed him to the uh, Patriots, but he tore his hamstring. Uh, so <clears throat> they shipped him off real quick. Wow. But um, you know, so when he heals up, we're looking for him to get back. And um we have linebacker. So you play you play for the Bengals, you play for the Bengals, right? Yeah. For how long? Yeah. Six, Six years. Corner. Six years. Yeah. You played Texas, didn't you? Huh? Where did you play where did you play college at? Colorado State. 
Colorado State. Colorado State. It was me, Clark Hagen, and Joey Porter. Okay, Joey. We're out of Colorado. You put, is, there any, is there any rumor that Carson Palmer could come out of retirement and sign with the Dolphins? We need a quarterback. Nah, <laughs> you know, that, that that old man down there in Cincinnati is not going to let that happen. <laughs> Mike Brown? Oh, Mike Brown, man. I, you, guys, you guys are going to start Andy Dalton at quarterback. Wow. Right. Exactly. Wait, hey, don't say that you guys. Is... I don't care about them cats. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike Brown right up there and said, this is the thing that killed me was Mike Brown said, hey, Carson, Carson Palmer chose to retire and we're not going to – we're not going to let him get out of that. And he, he you know, uh, we believe in commitment, and he's signed the contract, and he has four more years on it, and we want him to honor that commitment. And I said, well, hell, y'all owe me a million then. Right. Y'all want someone to honor, honor some of my commitments. Yeah. I had a million left. I had another year on my deal when you cut me. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's funny how it always works. It, it works one way, but it doesn't work the other way. Yeah, it don't work for them. Like 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 if you owe the DMV, the DMV owes you. There's a difference. They gonna get their money. You ain't gonna get yours. I mean, I mean, the been a joke for so long. I mean, they're like the Miami Dolphins. When I mean, when are the Dolphins gonna finally get to the promised land? I mean, they haven't been in the AFC Championships game since 1992 when they got killed by the Buffalo, 29 to 10. And everybody's trying to tell me that Chad Henning's the answer. And that Ted Hayes can deliver. Yeah, he's doing good in practice, and that's great that he's throwing three touchdowns to Brandon Marshall, Reggie Bush. I mean, our defense is stacked. But when you get down to it, is Chad Henning the guy that can take this team to the Super Bowl? I don't think so. I think you lose your games. You bring in Andrew Luck. You, you switch the team around. You get a new coach in there, and you change it around. I mean, the Dolphins right now are a mediocre team. I bet, I bet with this girl that the Dolphins will not – Chad Henning will not take this team to the playoffs. And if and if I win, she's gonna owe me a Cameron Lake shirt or jersey. And if I, if I lose, I'll buy her Chad Henning jersey. Chad Henning well, is I not the guy. That's take- fair. I don't think that's just a fair fair assessment. Is who else do they have? Like who, yeah. who else do they have up on the offense? Like we can't leave it off on Henny. Now they ship off both the running backs. Yeah. And then people. They didn't they just ship off running backs. Their running backs were workhorses for them last year. You know, they, they allowed Brandon Marshall to get open. And they're going to be competing with who? Washington and San Fran for the uh, Andrew Luck, Luck sweepstakes. You're right. I want, I, I want Andrew Luck with a passion, man. He's next to San Marino. I mean, he's a, I mean, mm-hmm. he's San Marino, hold on now. Hold on now. You got to go Elway with him. You got to go Elway. <laughs> He's at Stanford. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I know, but I'm just saying Miami-wise. I mean, Miami's he never won a he never Marino never won a Super Bowl. But I mean, is is, is Chad Henning the guy that takes us to the playoffs? I mean, I don't like Chad Henning. I don't think he is personally. I think and Chad. I, mean, I think Chad Henning. I mean, that's the other thing about it. You know, with the league is, is you guys coaching has to be involved. Everyone always wants to get on the players. You got to have coaches that that uh, get involved in the part of this. And what's happening now is. You're getting these draft picks that are thrown out there, and you're not looking at who they have on the staff to coach them. And so you look at a Carson Palmer. Carson in Cincinnati, when I was there, um, I'd go back. I picked off Carson a couple times in practice, and he'd come up to me. He was the kind of guy he's going to come up to me and ask me, Adrian, how did you know I was going to throw it there? And I was like, you had nowhere else to throw it. <laughs> so I started <laughs> moving over there. 
Uh, you held the ball for three seconds, and you know, but yet he was asking. So that right there, as a as a rookie, showed me. So I'm like, no quarterback ever came up to me and asked me at lunchtime. Like you know, what I mean, I'm like, this dude is still thinking about that pick in practice. Right. And 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 but he got to sit there and learn. How many other quarterbacks that come in actually get to sit there and learn? Like we threw Achilles Smith out there to the wolves. You know, um, but, but like you look at the guys that got to sit. Um, Steve McNair got to sit behind Warren Moon for a second. You know, and and look at and, and then look at what he did. You know, Carson got to sit there. There's a lot of other quarterbacks. Steve Young got to sit yeah, there. Rogers, and Rogers. Other Rogers. 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 Rogers is probably the number one number one uh, the number one example. So who is that? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, exactly. And so you see how well those guys do. There's 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 really the few Peyton Mannings that come right in and ball. There's uh there's very you know like uh, what's his name did a great job. Bradford did a great job last year. Right. Uh, the quarterback in Baltimore did a, did a great job. Yeah, Joe Flacco. So, you know. A lot of those times, the guys are, you know, they're just thrown out there, and then we say, oh, they can't do it. You know, like, you got to give them a chance, but, like, you got to develop them. All right, all right. Ben Roethlisberger was thrown out there. You played with Ocho Cinco, right? I played with Chad Johnson. Yeah, he played with Chad Johnson before he was Ocho Cinco. Johnson's and 
Calvin Johnson. All these guys catch with their hands and they keep running. Cats always dive and fall down. Jump up and catch and make it look spectacular. It's like, what you jump for that catch for? <laughs> yeah, it's good. I mean, it's good. it's going to be an interesting year. I mean, right now in football, I, I think I think you could see I think you could see the Texans getting there. But I think they're going to make the playoffs. Um, I think they're due. I think the Colts won't make the playoffs. I think Manning's kind of you know getting he's getting older, and I, I think the Falcons um, I think are going to be like the Packers. I mean, Matt Ryan is a guy, you know that you know that you look back and the Dolphins draft. Why did the Dolphins not take Jake? You know, why did they take Jake Long over Matt Ryan? You know, and Matt Ryan is a Super Bowl quarterback, and he has this he's right. smart. You know, he's a smart guy. You're he's exactly got all the right. intelligence. You're exactly right. Because and this 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 offseason they 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 re-upped on their defense because that was a little. Yep. They didn't have enough pass rush, and they went and they went and got someone. They got uh, Ray Edwards on the left end now. Yep. So now they're going to be coming and they even more Julius pass Jones, rush. which is amazing. I mean, he's just going to – I mean, they, they picked up Julius Jones. They brought back Snelling. Uh, I mean, they they picked up Jacquez Rogers. I mean, they, they got White. They got Gonzalez back. They got Turner. I mean, what happens right now? I mean, I, I – they're, they're That's, that's one of the more complete teams. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I picked – not picked them to go last year, but I picked them to do what they did last year. And just because of what you're saying, too, Matt Ryan's another one of those quarterbacks who can step right in. And play, and uh, you know, but yeah, they're they're one of the most complete teams up in NFC. It'll be between them, Philly, and the Packers for like the NFC. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, the, the Philly's going to be Philly's going to be really good, but they're not going to be as good. I mean, I think Dallas could surprise people this year. All right. Well, well, we're going to see what's happening during the year as we as we go on. Kumandi, I want to say thank you for yeah. coming on, man. You know, you, you man, man, thank, man, thank you for having me, brother. Thank you. you know, thank, well, I also want to thank Lita, too, also for hooking it up. Lita Turner. Uh, yeah, such a blessing. Everybody on my team is such a blessing. Lisa, I mean, Leslie Leatherwood and uh, Terry Brewer also. Uh, like I said, man, thank you, brother. Thank you, brothers, man, for, you know, listening to my joints and giving me feedback on it. Oh, oh yeah. good. Keep up the good work. Yeah, definitely. Man, thank you, uh, hey, hey, Kamani, hey, hey, Adrian. Fred, are you gonna yes, be there sir. at the Sigma the Sigma Beach Splash, the Sigma Splash? Yeah, I'll pull the boat on up. September fourth, I'm gonna be out there, man. I'm gonna make a my gonna make fighting in Sacramento. So I haven't been in Sacramento for a long time. We gotta hook up, Fred. I'll take me on your boat. Let's go do something. Chill. All right. All right. Okay. And then y'all can check me out at madbacker.com. I put my website on up now on this. It's gonna steady be getting, you know, some new things added to it. Mad mad back for two D. Okay, I'll I'll put, a, I'll put a link on I'm gonna put a link yeah, on there Matt, on, I'm gonna put a link on soulkitchenradio.com dot com to madbacker dot com for you. All right. We'll we'll do that. And then Kumande, once again your uh your your Twitter is K U M A N D A A Records. Records, records, yeah. Facebook Monday Miller. Okay. Yeah, you go Reverb Nation slash Commande. Okay, and then you can follow oh, me at Okit Radio, and you can follow Omizi at Big Omizi. Um, Adrian Ross is at M A B Backer Mad Backer. Um, Brian is Brian. You're not on 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 Twitter yet, so yeah, I am. Don't use that shit. 
What is it? You don't ever use that. Hey, I'm gonna bust you out, Brian, because I know you you made that Chad Henney Facebook page and added me as a friend. Come on, man. That's not me, dude. That's not me. That that is not me. Why do you think that? I don't even know how to do that. I I would never do that. Chad Henney, dude. It's not no, Chad Haney, man. It's not even no pictures or nothing. It's got to be you. How does it have to be me? Because you're the only one that talks about Chad Haney. Man. <laughs> man, uh, I really think it's you. Adrian, Adrian, go ahead. I think Chad Haney's going to be all right for you. Uh, if, uh, Chad, Chad Haney, well, I mean, if he takes us to the playoffs, I owe this girl, yeah. A jersey? No, I, mean, I, I didn't. I didn't say that. Now I didn't. Like <laughs> uh, wait, I like. Really, he didn't even say five hundred. He said. He said hey, he said, now, 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 now you're not in the NFC. Now that's the NFC. You got the big boys over there. Now you got a Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 hoping, I'm hoping we lose. I mean, I, I want to see. I'm, I'm a diehard fan, but I still want a new coach and Andrew Luck there. And I mean, with our offense and Reggie Bush, Andrew Luck, Brandon yeah, I mean, Marshall. But, but your expectations need to need to drop a little bit now. You're trying to go to the playoffs, and uh, <laughs> and then you want then you want Andrew Luck. Well, I don't want to make the playoffs. Teams? I want I want I want a Cameron Wake uh, jersey. Oh, Cameron Wake's my favorite player on the team. He's he's sick. He's one of the best defensive backs in the nation. Yeah, I told Joey. I told Joey. I said, uh oh, that that hamstring hurt, and you're gonna be getting up out of there. I can't be sure he got hurt. He let that boy Cameron Wake get on that field. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cameron Wake, Jason Taylor, Vontae Davis, Sean Smith. I mean, our defense, Jared Oderick. I mean, we're yeah. I mean, they're loaded. You, you, haven't said, you haven't said the main man yet. The main man is Dansby. Yeah, Dansby's good, too. Yeah, he's he's up there, too. Dansby, Cameron Dansby is the heart and soul of the defense. Yeah. They're loaded. I mean, the Dolphins have – I think the Dolphins, I would say their defense is almost as good as the Pats. I mean, the Pats added Sean Ellis from the Jets, who bat, who uh, Rex Ryan just basically – you know, and then getting back to the Jets, the Jets really didn't do anything that great. Braylon Edwards gone. They they added uh, Plexico Burst, just got out of jail. Is he going to be the, the real deal? Don't know. He's too old. They got rid of well, Smith, the kick returner. He already hurt his ankle. Watch this. Watch this right here. Here's the key element to that is what everybody is overlooking. Everybody, when they talk about a wide receiver, they want to talk about him going and catching passes, right? Nobody yet has brought up how big he's going to be in the run game. Yeah, his block. You have a big six-five wide receiver out there because that's all Rexton want to do anyway is run the rock. Oh, and then the best, and the biggest plays the biggest plays he made was was with the short yardage with him catching it with him catching it in the goal you know in the goal like right in the back like in the back corner just because he was able to jump up higher than the person that was guarding him so I could see him doing a exactly. lot of that too. You know what? You know what's funny, failed. Adrian? There's, it's uh-huh. funny that you say that because when I coach football and I coach the receivers, I don't care about how they catch. I don't care about how they run their their passes. That's that's secondary, their primary thing is to make sure that that defender they're blocking doesn't is not in the play. That's what exactly. I Exactly. You do not want the 25 to touch the, the, the running back. 
you keep that Why guy out of call me. Hold on one second. So that's that's my number one thing. Like one of my number one things is you do not want that guy to to make the play. Block, block, block. That's what that's what receivers do best. Exactly. And in the pros, that's that's so big to be able to have that mental to be able to have to cover and then the third defense have to come up and run support and take on those hits. Right. <laughs> so that's why Plexico excelled at Pittsburgh and at York. They're teams right. that run the ball and throw secondary. Yep, and that defensive back is not gonna be he's not gonna get any stats on his on his tackles. And I'm sure if you go and ask all the DDs that have tried that have been covering them or played against them, that's probably the major. <laughs> that's probably their major problem with him is getting off his block in the run game. Right, right, man. So we're gonna see what happens with him. I think I'm hoping they have a good. You know, I, I yeah, I'm hoping they have a good year. You know, whatever. I, my wife is a diehard Jets fan, so we'll see what happens. Man, Adrian. Run, guys. Yeah, Adrian, I wanna before you run, I wanna say, man, thank you for the uh for the surprise visit to Soul Kitchen Radio today. Um I will see you hopefully I'll see you on September fourth for the Sigma Beach Splash. And uh man, we got we got fantasy football. I'm gonna send you guys all a link to the fantasy football to to sign up for the Yahoo Fantasy Football League. So hopefully you guys will get in and, and we'll we'll run it. We'll do it. Have fun all year. All right. Look, it's nice meeting you, Rick. Man, keep doing your thing, brother. Yeah, come on, man. We're gonna hook up. I'll be out there on the fourth, man. Let's let's hook up then. Man, for sure, bro. Okay, cool. All right, 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 brother. All right, right, brother. Take it easy. All good. All good, Omiki. Brian, another good show. All good, man. Yeah, packed house today, bro. Packed house, man. Did you see that? It was it was nice. Brian, are you still there? Oh, he went on the other line. It don't matter. All right, so man, another another good one next week. Fred Hammond, everybody. Fred Hammond, the incomparable multi-platinum artist producer. Fred Hammond will be on the show, so make sure you check it out. So Kitchen Radio. No, no. Radio. You ever hear that whole thing, Home Easy? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>